the Slay Girl Slave podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. I hope all of your weeks are off to a great start and you're feeling fabulous today. I am feeling great today. Uh, I'm back home in Chicago for a sec, but excited to get up another episode for you guys. I'm not sure uh, if you guys have seen this floating around on the internet or on social media, but this is such an amazing story and leads me into today's episode or topic. Uh, Marina Robinson Snowden has just become the first black woman to earn a PhD in nuclear engineering from MIT. She decided to attend FAMU, uh, Florida A&M University, and during her undergrad, it was there uh, where she participated in MIT's summer research program where she was introduced to nuclear engineering. Now let that sink in, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen this article or have heard about Marina or Marina's story, but it is inspiring. Uh, Marina said in a recent interview that she applied to eight schools before she got the one acceptance from MIT's nuclear program. This is a black woman, y'all. She also stated in her interview that it was very important to surround herself with pictures of black women around her who were successful in STEM and had put up a picture of the real Katherine Johnson, who is portrayed by Taraji P. Henson in the movie Hidden Figures. So uh, if you guys are familiar with STEM and nuclear engineering, um, Hidden Figures, the movie, the movie was amazing. I love that movie. Um, Taraji and uh, everyone who was in the movie did such an amazing job of portraying these very real characters. Uh, I had no idea, and I'll be completely frank, I have I had no idea about this story, about Katherine Johnson and um, all that they did to advance the space, the journey to space, really, um, back in the day. So I love this story. I love Marina's story. And if you get a chance, her name's Marina Robinson Snowden to Google her. Um, there's a bunch of articles. This just happened a couple of weeks ago, but she just got her PhD in nuclear engineering from MIT. Now, I'm not sure um, how many of you guys have all seen Hidden Figures or know who Katherine Johnson is. If not, look it up and do your research. The movie is called Hidden Figures, obviously, um, for a reason, because the women of color that helped advance the journey to space were never recognized. Um, I wanted to key in on one part of what Marina said that attributed to keeping her going so that she could walk across that stage and get that degree and be the first black woman to graduate with a PhD at MIT. That was representation. I cannot express how important representation is to not just women of color, but people of color, period, especially 
in this day and age. We live and breathe in an age where people of color are not appreciated, but our culture is being appropriated left and right. And that's just the type of society that we live in. But as people of color, as women of color, we have to commit to being steadfast and keeping our feet planted and our purpose. I am a firm believer that there is someone always watching you, always, whether you know it or not. And you may not know that right away, right? Um, It may be something you learn down the line, but I feel it is our duty as women to live our best lives and walk in our purpose so that we can be that representation for other women that surround us and that come after us. A lot of us have been the only black woman at our jobs or the only Latina woman in our classrooms or just the only woman of color, period. And it's so hard to relate to other people because instantly we know that people will not relate to us because they aren't seeing Because they aren't used to seeing us in those conference rooms and running those meetings and getting those types of degrees and teaching those classrooms. They don't see us. Um, And I used to be so freaking annoyed when I would start a job and I'd be the only black woman working or I'd go to a conference or an event and just be the only black person in the room, especially the only black woman in the room. And it just used to irk me so bad. I used to be so mad and I would get angry because I used to think like, well, was I only picked because I'm black and y'all needed to up your diversity percentages at this firm, you know, or did you, did you invite me because you wanted to make sure that you had a drop of color in this huge crowd full of non-people of color? I used to be pissed. And I only made it so much harder for myself walking into these rooms because I instantly would either shut down and not make a true effort to get to know the people around me or my surroundings, or I would flock to any other person of color I saw uh, in the building and just make friends with them so that I could at, at least relate to somebody. And I didn't grow up seeing black women in corporate America in my family. I didn't see black girls going off to college on their own and starting their own businesses and being, you know, their own woman in their own right. To be frank, I just saw black women being girlfriends and wives and baby mamas. And although they were the best wives and the best girlfriends, I knew that was all I knew at that time. Um, And I'm sure that's a similar case for a lot of you uh, where you don't or you didn't have that representation in front of you. So it's twice as hard to dream big because you are trying to become something you've never even seen before. Trust me, I get it. And now that we are in this space where we are and we are taking responsibility of our goals and taking action to be better, a better um to create a better future for ourselves, we have to keep in mind and remember how important representation is. Sometimes just seeing another woman that looks like you and has hair like you and her culture is like yours can either make or break the woman that you will become in the future. There was a recent spectacle on social media earlier this year, um, and that's if you're like super heavy on Instagram, you would have probably seen it. Um, but there there was a very famous brand um, that was called out for not including women of color in their influencer campaigns. 
I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but if you're familiar with Revolve, you know that they do these super lavish trips and take these influencers around the world basically for vacations and perks and photo ops and these photos flood social media every time they go on a trip and every time they have a campaign. And in these photos are pictures of, to put it very nicely, full of non-women of color. So a black woman reached out to one of the girls in the photo uh, who has a major platform herself to ask why women of color weren't included. And this girl's response was something to the effect of, there wasn't that many women of color influencers to choose from. So that sparked an outrage, of course. And I have my personal feelings about that, which I'll save for another episode. But that just made me really sit back and think about these mega brands and corporations and businesses that probably have the same mentality that there aren't a lot of women of color out there thriving in their own rights, killing it in school, killing it in business, killing it in education, killing it in entrepreneurship. There just, there just aren't enough of us. I'm pretty sure they think that way. What also gets me is you have these mega brands and huge blogs that are predominantly white and post predominantly white content for white audiences, but call themselves inclusive for throwing in a few Latinas and black women on their page here and there, you know, sporadically. And, and that's, that's the inclusiveness, you know, that to me sounds a hell of a lot like being the only black girl on your team, the only woman of color in the room. It's the exact same just in real life. How you can change that and push the needle on inclusiveness is by continuing to live your best and most authentic life, regardless if you are the only person. And that's something that I missed when I first started out and I was in corporate America and, you know, going to these conferences and just, you know, looking around the room and and not seeing anybody that looked like me and just instantly being upset. I didn't have that perspective that I can be me in this room, you know, and and I'm supposed to be in this room for a reason. And I know a lot of you can relate because a lot a lot of you have been the only woman of color in the room. And we instead of being angry and upset or just, you know, instantly counting, okay, how many of us are here? The first thing we should do is one be grateful because you're there. You're in that room. You are the difference because you are inspiring another woman of color to do the exact same thing. And if she can see you doing it, that will inspire her to do it too. When we become the representation that we need to see in our society, in our world, and in our everyday lives, we become relatable to the next woman. And that woman becomes relatable to the woman coming up under her. And it's a cycle. And I know that if we stick to it and slay every freaking thing that comes across our paths, that these mega brands and mega companies and businesses will have no choice but to hire us, to put us on the covers, to post about us more, call on us to lead the meetings. There is absolutely strength in numbers. And the more of us you see in a room, the more power we have in the decision making, the more power we have in our narrative. So 
I love Netflix and this is in no way sponsored, (laughs) but uh, I love Netflix because they recently did a photo shoot of all their actors and actresses of color all in one big photo. Um, And I don't know if you guys have seen it. They're kind of like sitting on a, a stoop of some sort and it's it's tons of actors and actresses from our favorite shows on Netflix and It was such a beautiful photo because here we have men and women that have continued to work against the grain and not just accept roles that portray them as slaves or roles that uh, roles that are minute and, and don't have any real significance to the movie as a whole. These are leading actors and actresses with leading roles. But that wouldn't have happened if the people before them didn't stick with it, if they didn't keep their feet planted in their purpose and keep pushing and keep knocking at that door of opportunity and not being afraid to take on the roles, take on the crappy roles because they were doing it for this generation here. I love that Marina kept Katherine Johnson's photo up and looked at it uh, to inspire her to keep going. You do what's necessary to stay inspired. And if that means cutting out a picture of someone you look up to and sticking it on your fridge every day to be inspired, then get inspired, boo. Now there will be young girls that look up to Marina who want careers in nuclear engineering because now they have someone to look to and say, you know what? She did it. So I can too. Even if you don't have a picture or, um, that one person to look to as inspiration in your families to push the status quo and be something you've never truly seen. Use your outside sources. I'll never forget uh, coming up right before high school ended uh, and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing after school. I mean, obviously I know college was uh, an option, but college wasn't, wasn't pushed on me. It wasn't an expectation. It was just you know, get a job and make sure you make some money and take care of yourself. Uh, And if you want to go to school, go for it. It would be nice, you know, but uh, I had no one. My parents didn't really press college really hard. uh, And I had no one to walk me through that process of how to get into college, how to apply for financial aid and et cetera. And there was a girl that lived next door to my mom at the time and she was in college and I would always see her coming home on breaks and it was inspiring to me because it was a world that I wanted, but I had no idea how to get into it. So I asked her for help. I asked her, how do I get in school? In school? I'm intrigued. I, I, I'm interested in something like this. You know, what do I need to do? What steps do I need to take? And she helped me. She helped me with my resume. She came over all the time just to sit and talk with me about college and what she was involved in and what I could do to pay for school because my family couldn't afford to send me to school out of their pockets. And even though she was not in my family per se, right? Or she wasn't a direct friend and I didn't know her. I saw her hustle from afar. I saw her world that she lived in and I wanted a part of that. So I reached out and I asked. Some of us are saying, well, no one inspires me. Oh yes, reality checks this. There is always someone around to inspire you, but it's all about your perspective and how you're looking at that person. If you see someone with skills and qualities that you want, are you just gonna watch them or are you gonna join them 
It's okay to reach out to someone that you are inspired by and say, you know what, girl, I'm inspired. I want to run my own business too. I want a PhD in this too. I want to get accepted into this program too. How do I do it? Where do I start? What steps do you recommend I take? Release that fear and soak up all the knowledge you can from the people you want to be like, from the people who have already made the journey that you're about to embark on. It's okay to want to be like someone and not be that person. Please don't get me wrong. <laughs> you should always want to be yourself because, you know, what the quote says, everybody else is taken. But it's okay to embody and, and learn qualities and skills that that person has, especially if you've never had direct exposure to it. Let's get out of our egos, you know, and I'll say, there is one girl, there, there's several people um, that I inspire a lot, but one in particular, I love her. Her name's Myleek Teal. Um, Myleek is the founder of Curlbox. I'm not sure if you guys um, know Myleek or have heard of her. You should. If not, you've been living under a rock. <laughs> um, and she's just a fountain of knowledge and inspiration because Myleek started her business from the ground up and now running a very successful business, but also has qualities that I admire. And it's not Myleek's life that I want, right? I have my own and I'm pretty sure hers comes with its own mountains that she has to climb. But what I admire is her discipline. What I admire is her work ethic and her profound ability to network and to just take information from books and articles that she reads and she can apply them directly to her life. I admire those qualities. So what do I do? I listen to her podcast. I watch her interviews. I take notes. I have never, you know, had the pleasure of meeting my leak or attending any of her speaking engagements. But if the opportunity shows itself, I would absolutely attend because I want to be in the room. I want to learn. She inspires me. But to also see her and say, hey, if she can do it, so can I. And that's why representation is so important. When we are firmly planted in our purpose and not afraid to be the only Black woman in the room and celebrate the fact that we are the drop of color in these businesses and corporations, because what they don't know is that there will be more of me, more of us popping up, more girls that look like us, and have hair like ours and girls that are unapologetic about themselves will be right here in the same spot that we're, that we're in right now. And it won't just be two or three. It will be loads of us. I am so proud of Marina's success and so excited for her journey and admire the brain power she possesses to take on something like nuclear engineering. If I, if I only had the brain power to tackle something like that. Um, but I'm excited that she is the first black woman to get that PhD at MIT. I'm proud. But just as it started with Katherine Johnson, it will now start with Marina like it now starts with you. Stay inspired, but remember, you are inspiring someone else's journey and that the problems and issues you face today fighting to get where you want to be are not for you, but the girl after you. And her problems are not hers. She's fighting them for the girl after her. Can you imagine 
how much the game would change even more if that title read 50 Black women earn their PhD at MIT? Because I can. All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram at Slay Girl Slay on Facebook or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon. Peace.